0: Produced by the iLab at WBUR, Boston.
1: Okay, so I'm walking past the gate that was across the road to try and see what I can see of this Oh my God, that just scared the crap out of me. I came across a white-tailed deer that just ran, went tearing across the road in front of me. Just trying to stay alert because it is a little creepy what's happening here.
2: So Ben has gone down the road past a metal gate. It's definitely, clearly like a do not go back here. Uh, And I'm just nervous about this whole thing.
1: Okay, so what's up ahead? Is it technically a trailer? (sighs) Like a trailer that someone would live in. It's just out in the middle of the woods here which also makes me a bit nervous because if someone's living here and I'm coming this way, that's super scary.
2: I thought he was just gonna go down there, see what he could see, turn around.
1: It's weird, there's like a bunch of pathways kind of carved into the woods here, which is kind of bizarre. Old tracks, old rats. Okay, this is so creepy. Six hundred your destination will be on the right. Ooh, this is a long way to go without Josh and Amory. Alright,
2: we're trying to find Ben. He left the car and went to Across this fence to see if he could find the
1: plates. Oh! Wow. Your destination
3: Record scratch. Freeze frame. Yep. That's us, the Endless Thread team, split up in the middle of the woods. You're probably wondering how we ended up in this situation. It all started some weeks back, when Amory and I were looking at a very strange post I had found on Reddit. A post that would hit the site's front page with tens of thousands of upvotes and thousands of responses. So, let's rewind a bit. What is this? What are we, what are, what are we looking at?
2: Okay. Okay. It's posted to the WTF community. Mm -hmm. The text reads, I was driving through the backwoods of Pennsylvania on the way to a camping spot and found a mountain of ceramic dishes and teacups in the middle of the woods? Question mark? Exclamation point?
3: Okay. And the photo is of this pretty, I would say, goofy looking dude. Yeah. He's got a weird, one of those little... Like Adventure
2: Dad hat.
3: Yeah, like a Indiana Jones, if Indiana Jones wasn't that cool kind of hat. Yep. And then he's wearing some dorky gym shorts, and he's wearing socks.
2: High socks.
3: He's got a beard. And he's like, what? And pointing at this massive mountain of dishware. What do the plates look like, Emery?
2: We've got a variety in here, actually.
3: Oh, here we go. <laughs>
2: You've got the big wide circular dinner plate. You got your big plates. You got your big plates. You got your square plates. Oh my god. I'm seeing some. There's some saucies. Shallow bowls. Some saucers.
3: Some saucies (laughs) in there. Some saucies. A couple saucies.
2: They're all white. i I think these may all be the same brand of of dishware.
3: There's something about this photo of plates. It calls to you.
2: It does. And it is kind of hard to encapsulate with words just how absurd this is.
3: Even the guy in the photo with this mountain of dishware is incredulous. His arms are out. He's like, what?
2: And every time we show it to people we work with, which we've been doing for weeks, it gets a reaction. Holy moly. It's crazy. It's awesome.
1: What am I looking at?
2: I think it's a mountain of trash plates. I think, yeah, there's some square ones. (laughs) It looks like a pile of junk, but holy God, it's teacups? Dishes? It kind of looks like if the dining room from the Titanic washed up on shore, this is what you would find. Huge, doesn't even fit in the frame of the picture. It's gotta be like at least 10 feet, 12 feet high. Easily like a 15 foot, maybe a 20 foot mountain of, of plates.
3: Could be a million
1: plates? A billion plates? I've never seen anything like this in my life.
3: It's curious. I would like to know more. I don't know what this is for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's for the Plate Association of America. Okay. You got it. It's perfect tonic plates.
2: <laughs> According to the original poster and the title of this post on Reddit, this mysterious, enigmatic, giant pile of dishware is in the woods of Pennsylvania. And everyone, including Redditors, want to know everything about it. Not just where, but why,
3: how, who. There's almost 2,000 comments on this. And top comment. Okay. Was there a mountain of Tupperware lids or mountains of left socks anywhere near there?
2: (laughs) Is that a joke I'm supposed to get?
3: Amory, (laughs) come on. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like things that this universe sucks out of your life that you're like. Yeah, exactly.
2: I I totally buy that. There is a dimension where all that stuff is.
3: Yeah, that's the Ren and Stimpy joke. These are all
0: left socks. This is where all the missing left socks in the universe go.
3: So, my question to you is why are we doing this story?
2: Because we don't know what the heck those plates are doing out there.
3: It's an unsolved mystery. On Reddit, which is actually really good at solving mysteries. Hmm. There is some good news.
4: There's this one guy who knows where it is. It seemed like a strange sort of thing to stumble across in the middle of nowhere. In
3: this, the year of our Lord 2019, the internet has a lot of conspiracy theories, strange stories, oddities. But not a lot of mysteries that the internet itself cannot solve.
2: This might be one of them. This mountain of plates.
3: Emery, we have a title for this episode, mm-hmm. and it is based on a subreddit that is about bad plating techniques at restaurants, like a
2: sandwich served on a mini shovel or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so that subreddit, and this episode is called "We, we Want
1: Plates." plates!
3: I'm Ben Brock Johnson.
2: I'm Amory Sievertson, and this is Endless Thread.
3: The show featuring stories found in the vast ecosystem of online communities called Reddit.
2: We're coming to you from WBUR, Boston's NPR station.
3: So, we've got this plates mystery. And whatever the full story is, we have to start with the question of where the plates are. There is an obvious way to answer this question— Talk to the guy in the photo, the guy who posted the photo on Reddit.
2: So we reached out, and we reached out again, and we followed up, and we followed up again. We chatted him, we personal messaged him, and he eventually got back. He was like, sure, yeah, totally, I'll talk to you guys. And then he fell off the map again, totally unresponsive. All we knew is that his name is Matt, and Matt was not around.
3: So we went with the next best thing another Redditor, who had come up with a very popular theory. That man is named James.
4: And on Reddit, my username is Agent641.
3: And James is proof of how this mysterious pile of plates has become internationally famous. James lives in Australia.
2: Where in Australia? Pretty much wherever.
3: I don't think we've done an interview with someone who's in a van.
2: Nope, you're a, um, first, you're a very cool.
3: first one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Same here.
4: Got a kitchen sink over here,
3: running water. Um, I do kind of James have, was uh, one of so the I thousands that, of people fascinated by this plates post.
4: And it sort of made me wonder where they had all come from, like why they might dispose of them all at once and why they dumped them all in a big pile out in the middle of nowhere.
2: And we should say here that there are a lot of theories in the comments of this Reddit post. Illegal dumping of some kind by a trucking company or by a casino. And this one makes sense in a way. Big business, might need to get rid of some old plates. Lots of them. Somebody at a casino might know a guy with a truck. I mean, we've all seen The Sopranos, right?
3: Hey, Tony, we got to change out all of our dated plates and cups. And then Tony says, but what are we going to do with the old ones? And Frankie says, hey, have the service, dispose of them. And Tony says, right. <laughs>
2: That's a, not a great impression, but... What? I love this theory. Get out. <laughs> I love this theory that there's some mafia illegal dumping going on.
3: Whatever the conspiracy theories are, James was focused on location first.
4: It seemed like something that was easily visible from... Satellite imagery, Um, (laughs) just a big white. Splotch. Yeah. Yeah. So the poster mentioned that he'd been going camping and he'd taken a picture on a back road. So um, I thought I would start at campsites in Pennsylvania.
3: So here's what James did. He Googled campgrounds in Pennsylvania because there was mention of a camping spot in the original post. About 40 popped up immediately.
2: And he just started to go down the list. He'd pick a campground, look at it on satellite imagery, looking around a radius of about two miles, arbitrary. But if you're looking for a needle in a Pennsylvania woods haystack, it makes sense.
3: James also looked at the photo, and the plates seemed to be in a pretty large clearing. So he picked a number, 60 feet wide or so at a minimum, and included that in his ad hoc satellite imagery search.
4: And I also thought about the logistics of actually dumping the plates in that spot. Um, whoever did that would need to use quite large trucks.
3: So you're discounting the possibility that either a teleporter or an alien spaceship brought them there?
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that was, a, that was a plan B. I was going to go with that.
2: And there it was. Just down the road from the Tanglewood campground, in a huge swath of forest in north-central PA... A big, splotchy, amorphous, reflective blob. You can see it, too, on Google Maps, near the intersection of Tanglewood Road and Sunset Lane. It's been labeled huge pile of plates, also pile of crockery. It's at the edge of a clearing, just off a road, near what looks like a big gravel pit, half
3: full of water. Someone labeled the plates on Google Maps as, quote, pile of crockery.
4: Yes, I saw that. Was that you? No, that wasn't me. That was someone else. I did leave a, uh, a review. Ooh, uh, which restaurant. review was yours? I don't remember. It was something like it's an interesting new restaurant concept. You, um, you go <laughs> fetch a plate from the pile, and then you just chase down whatever food you can find um, and, and, and uh, you pay what you want, basically. There's no stuff. Um, well,
3: James, I, I have good news for you and potentially bad news for us, which is... yes. We're going. That's
4: amazing. I would love to hear the outcome of that. <laughs> and I, I do hope you, you stay safe. We will.
2: God, I hope. I haven't been genuinely concerned, but now I am. It's
3: starting to get scarier.
2: <laughs> so we hopped in the car and drove four hours straight west from Boston. And then we put our final destination into the GPS. A three-hour, 30-minute drive to Huge Pile of Plates.
1: Are you sure you want to navigate there?
3: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure.
1: Okay, Huge Pile of Plates.
3: <laughs> and we're off. And we're off. to a huge pile of plates. I should say here that at this stage in the game, there are a few things Amory doesn't know yet. I've kept them from her because I'm excited to surprise her with the information and blow her mind. One of the surprises is I know who the landowner is. I've done my research on the location that James found. I used something called a GIS, Geographic Information System. It is a kind of data and mapping technology used around the world to organize information of all kinds for map-related stuff. Urban planning, land rights, ownership. The landowner is Clifford Cross Jr. He apparently owns some sort of trucking company, and he lives nearby the plates. But I haven't called him yet, because I have this fear that if we call him, he is going to tell us to keep out. And that request is going to end our adventure real fast. And considering the number of theories that involve some sort of illegal activity as the explanation for the pile of crockery, my plan is to get us to the property first. See if we can see this mountain of plates from the road. And then if Clifford Cross says, I don't know what you're talking about, we can at least say, hey, man, we're looking right at it. So I'm waiting for the right time to do all of this. Meanwhile, we're road tripping. We just saw a guy um, in a three wheeler.
2: We saw a guy in a three wheeler. He
3: was—he's—he go- was going somewhere fast.
2: He looked like fun. Um.
3: <laughs> Would you get on the back of that three wheeler with that with that dude? Nope. No. Nope. Would you? I'd wrap my arms around that barely man and <laughs> just go wherever he wanted to go. I'm ready. Before we left. We sent some listeners the Plates post and asked them what their theories were. Erica said it reminded her of the Golden State Killer and how he would stack dishes on the backs of his victims so he would know if they'd tried to escape. Thanks for the nightmares, Erica. (laughs) And Thomas thinks it's the work of
2: a hoarding grandma. Corey thinks it's a factory that closed down and just dumped the dishes, hoping no one would find them. But my personal favorite theory came from Reddit. Okay. The theory that I am digging right now is someone noticed that this pile of plates is, I think, about 45 minutes south of Corning, New York. Have you heard of Corningware, Ben? It was a, a line of dishware. I don't from, a,
3: from a dish company in New York. Company.
2: Yeah, I don't remember if they had a headquarters in Corning, but I want to say that they did. They had some sort of facility in Corning
3: if we're maybe, gonna drive past corning
2: oh maybe are we coming from that direction yeah okay i mean if we are we should we should stop oh
3: hello oh, oh.
2: what corning holy what shit! The sh- there it is
3: is this corning are I we mean, in corning
2: we just passed a giant white factory looking building that says corning in huge letters should I across pull the over? top yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah no, no. Yes?
1: yes yes let's check the map.
3: Okay, you ready? Yeah. How are you? doing well, thank you. What can I get for you? Me oh, I'll tell you what you can get for us.
2: You can get us proof that question. the plates are from your company.
3: So is this where Corning Dishware is made? I can't answer really any questions uh, in terms of the media, but just let me find a shift supervisor for you. That okay, probably that'd be cool. HR- so we this waited for
2: a shift supervisor right to respond to the call over the intercom. Hey,
3: oh, how, are you? how are you doing? Good. Hey. How are you looking <laughs> for Mark Gravelin? Um, no, we well, don't know. Maybe, yes. We just <laughs> talked to somebody who. tried Man, to Mark Gravelin's got us flustered. Uh, once we calm down a little, we give him our spiel, and Mark delivers some news. At all? We make all biomedical; it's all plastic here. All,
0: all plastic, plastic here. All Interesting.
3: plastic. Biomedical flask, petri dishes, wow. and uh, storage bottles. So there's no dishware connection. No sir. This is all polystyrene. Corningware, is According that different? Th- that's not us. That's not you. Different company. Okay. Yes. We're in the wrong place. Okay.
2: Rejected.
3: So rejected. All right, let's get, let's get back on the road. All right. We got a pile of dishes to find. The
2: Corning dishware theory on hold for now.
3: One more thing we should mention quickly. The only town close to this spot where we were headed to is called Covington Township. Now, I looked it up, just doing some light reading on it, and I was reading through the Wikipedia page for it to get the basics. At the bottom of the entry for this little town is a section of the wiki page headlined Controversy.
2: The entry is short, but it says the town has been embroiled in a bunch of accusations against the town's board of supervisors, especially the chairman Thomas Yurk. It says, among the allegations of misconduct against Supervisor Yerk are accusations of knowingly allowing the illegal discharge of raw sewage, illegally dumping hazardous waste on his property, and other environmental law violations. After hours of driving, we were getting close, and signs of human civilization were getting further away.
3: Oh shit! Oh god. We're into the we're onto a dirt road. Onto the gravel. We're yes. we onto the gravel. Even the gravel road was getting pretty gnarly and that, steep. That going crazy. up into a kind of low, ancient, ground-down mountain.
2: But then the closer we got, the more the forest started to close in around us. The more the road became just a smaller and smaller track through the woods. We're one minute away.
3: Dude, this is not even a thing. Like, we might have to walk from here. Yeah, because. How we started going down into a hollow, into deep woods. Nothing was out there. We're now officially driving through a creek bed. No, 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 no. We're driving through a creek bed.
2: I really don't like this. I'm getting sweaty. Oh, we are here at a real impact because there's a metal fence up and we cannot drive
1: further. I don't want to get stuck in here.
3: Okay, this is how a horror movie starts. I think we should walk up to the fence. Are we cool with doing that?
2: Across this totally not road, in the middle of a mosquito convention, was a cattle gate with some old posts covered with those menacing signs that say posted, AKA private property a.k.a. keep out.
3: I mean, we are so close. I could walk down there right now and just see what I can see and see what the scenario is and then walk back. Why don't we do that? All right, I'm going to pause the recording. Okay. We'll be back, I think, in a minute. So anne and our producer Josh are waiting back behind the posted sign. And I am wandering through a seemingly endless parcel of land that is so deep in the woods that the roads we thought bordered the property are not roads. As I walk through the tall grass into a kind of maze of grassy pathways and meadows cut through the forest, I am going back and forth between being positive we are about to find the plates and being positive we are making a huge mistake. This is
1: super creepy because there's just a trailer that's out here, just sitting out here, in the middle of the woods. Oh. Wow. Okay, I think I might be getting close to it.
2: Your destination is on the right.
3: Except it wasn't. I hightailed it back.
2: Freaking finally.
3: I did not see a pile of plates, but I didn't fully explore. I decided I should come back. Really, I I just came back to convince you guys to go deeper into the woods with me. And I needed to tell you more, Emery, of what I had been keeping to myself about Clifford Cross. Clifford Cross Jr. Uh Who's listed as owning this property runs a trucking company. There are a lot of competing theories about the reason behind the pile of plates. But everyone seems to agree that they must have been dumped somewhere using a big truck. And the guy whose property we are currently exploring runs a trucking company. Single license.
2: And we were trying to get in touch with him.
0: Hello? Please leave a message after the talk.
3: Hello, my name is Ben Johnson. Uh, I'm calling looking for um, Mr. Cross. And uh, So we kept wading through the tall grass. There was an old earth mover parked on the crest of a hill that looked like it hadn't moved any earth in a decade. There was a man-made pond surrounded by dirt, the creepy, empty, overgrown trailer.
2: A duck blind for hunting, you know, with guns. Good times. I mean, I have like um rule that I live by Uh and it's does this feel stupid and if it does you don't do it and the reason you don't do it the reason you don't go into the woods to an unfamiliar location where no one actually knows you've gone private property where there have been allegations of illegal activity and evidence of hunting is that you might end up like someone on The Sopranos whose storyline has just ended.
1: It's going to be okay, Emma.
2: I hate this. I hate being the one who's afraid.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I'm afraid. Yeah, I am too. Seriously, I'm afraid. (sighs) I don't know if that makes you feel better, but... (laughs) Yeah,
3: I am too. I am too. So... Your phone's ringing. Should I answer it? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, this is.
0: My name's Clifford
3: Cross. Oh, Clifford! Thank you so much for calling yeah. me back. what do you
0: know about this plate situation? Total shock to me here. DEP guy called me up wondering where the blades were, and I said, "Well, I'm wondering where they are too, because I have no freaking idea what you're talking
2: about." Cliff says this was a whole big misunderstanding. A few months back, he heard from a very persistent investigator. The investigator was from the Department of Environmental Protection, and he was following up on a tip. It had something to
3: do with the Internet. And Cliff says he used to have a pile of lime on the property. Lime like the beige-colored mineral that is used in agriculture for a bunch of different things. So that must have been what the DEP was talking about. The only catch is the pile of lime is not there anymore. And now there's no real sign of plates or lime.
2: He doesn't seem too worried about us being on his property, but he says he wants to meet us down the road and explain things. We say, okay.
3: This part almost felt like a movie. You know, when you meet the guy at the spot, that remote place, we're standing in front of our car, he pulls up in his car, which is bigger.
1: <laughs>
0: it's nice to meet you. I'm Ben. Yeah, Ben, yeah. yeah. Hey, this is Emery. Yeah, yep. Nice to meet you. And this is Josh. I'm Josh. Yes. Nice to meet you. Yeah. And so. you've been here uh how long? My whole life. Wow. <laughs> I've been here cool. my life. Fair, fair. Well yeah if you want to get in your car we can drive right over to where the
3: that'd be amazing. Sure. We'll where follow the...
2: you. Okay. Upon first
3: I'm buying it from Clifford Cross. Yeah. Hook, land and sinker. I'm sold.
2: Yeah, but you're also you you like people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean you are
3: What's not to like? He he's, shows up he's, in I'm a, not he's not in a Cadillac escalade. I
2: know. He's got he's a very funny.
3: He's got a hunter he's got a He's
2: all he's all in he's, uh what's he's that all called?
3: Tre- it's just all tree real camo tree. Real
2: tree it's real called. tree camo. Yep.
3: To hat to shorts. Okay. <laughs> Did I didn't see? look to no. see. I didn't see below his shirt,
2: but peek into his no.
3: But he's uh, but his story seems legit to me because like if he's wealthy here oh, he's not trying to freaking let somebody illegal dump on his land or illegal dump some plates that's that's the unless he's involved that's the province it is hard not to notice that our beautiful but somewhat scary day in the woods has been transformed by a very menacing storm. As we follow Cliff back onto his land, to the exact spot we were just anxiously traversing, the sky has gone dark, and then it splits open.
0: Is this it? Yeah, yeah. This was where yeah. them plates are showing. This was the of <laughs> And I don't know how they. I'm not a computer guy, but somehow somebody. Uh, you think it was? You a think doctor someone doctored photo? the photo? I definitely. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, definitely! Whoa.
3: Is like dumping an issue around these parts? Do you know if illegal dumping.
0: We don't have a problem here because yeah. the landfill is only three miles right over
4: the oh. Landfill's right right there. Oh, here.
0: Yeah. But when I that? dump plates on my property, sure. Well, the landfill is only three miles right over there. There's well, no plates, never has been. And well, we came say, a long way for you for, came a long way to, to talk to, to you. I'm you, I, I'm hoping you knew more than I did. <laughs> no. But I, I would say somebody has doctored that photograph. Yep. The DEP guy was parked clear out there and treading through a mile and a half of twelve-inch deep crusty snow. Yeah. He earned his badge that day, I'll tell you. Wow! But when he got out here, Cliff saw,
2: says that the official from Pennsylvania's on, Department of Environmental Protection was pretty on, aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. But that he couldn't find any plates on his property. So the DEP guy backed off.
3: Do you um do you remember his name?
0: I have his card down to the house. Oh yeah? Yeah, I have it. Do you think you could give us his card. name
3: so we could call him and we're, we're, now we're trying
0: to find where the place is, you know? If it's not here, it's we got it, to figure yeah. it out. Well, where are they? Yeah, I, I, have, I don't have all, a clue. And, and he couldn't he couldn't figure it out either. Right. Because yeah. he wanted to throw my butt in jail. Well, hey, bring it out. Because I ain't <laughs> got nothing to hide. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so
3: our adventure continues to Cliff's house.
0: <laughs> yep, come on in. Don't be scared. Wow. <laughs>
2: okay, this is a foyer of death. Wow. Does Cliff Cross have a personal taxidermist the way someone might have a personal chef? I mean, maybe. Did you, are these all yours? Oh yeah. You, you, Whoa. Oh my God. You know that scene from the second Ace Ventura movie where the poacher takes Ace into his trophy room?
4: Something wrong, Mr. Ventura? <laughs>
1: of course not.
3: This is a lovely room of death.
1: Take care now, bye-bye then. Yeah. Oh Everything
3: from a full-size, massive moose, moose. and several bucks
0: to yeah. a jackalope. Yeah. Uh,
2: black bear. Hen, black
0: bear. and turkey with a beard. Oh. oh. That is very rare. A buzzard.
3: Emery, how did you feel about traipsing around this guy's property, a guy who appears to be a pretty good shot with like half of these animals having the arrow that killed them on the same mounting as the head? You know,
2: I was not psyched to be standing in Cliff's foyer, but I was psyched that he welcomed us into his home and he showed us all the images the DEP guy showed him, and we showed Cliff the stuff that we had, and a lot of it was the same. And he gave us the DEP guy's name after we helped him look through an extensive business card collection to get it.
0: Here we go. Keith Rule,
3: Department of Environmental Protection. Solid waste specialist.
0: Yep, that's it. That's him. So
3: we bid Cliff farewell. He didn't seem to be our guy. We called the DEP guy, Keith. No answer. Also, we continued to desperately message the person who got us into this mess, Matt, the original poster, who had responded a few times but had gone silent on us for weeks.
2: We did have one glimmer of hope. So remember how Matt had said in the post that he found the plates near a campground? Cliff had mentioned another campground that wasn't too far away.
3: Okay, so hear, hear me out on something right now. You ready? Yeah. I know that this may be a fool's errand, but we are, we did come all the way here. Yeah. And we haven't found the plates. Nope. So So my last ditch pitch was, let's go to the campground that's close by.
2: And this was the beginning of us heading to several campgrounds, some on the way home, some not. All of them full of confused but kind campground managers.
3: We are trying to solve an internet mystery about a huge pile of plates.
2: Near a campground in Pennsylvania.
0: Near a campground. Pile
1: of
3: plates?
0: (laughs) Do you see
1: that? I
2: know, I know. Isn't it crazy?
0: Do you see this? Pile of
2: Yeah, like dishware. I don't know
0: what you're looking for, but I know we have never found any kind of plates around here that I know anything of.
3: Well, thank you very much, Debbie. Fair enough.
2: Yeah, thank you for your time.
3: We appreciate it. Nope, the call failed. Bye, Debbie.
2: (laughs) Bye, Debbie. This Hail Mary effort was really the first stage of our team going through what I like to call the five stages of plate mountain grief. First stage, denial.
1: James is so great. Yeah. But we don't have the plates!
3: Clearly, stage two is anger.
2: I know, but dude. We want plates! I I agree. I want plates, you want plates, we all want plates.
3: If I have to eat every fucking pizza in Pudgy's Pizza right now to get to the plates, I'll do it. Pudgy's, a regional pizza chain we've
2: seen a lot of down here, where the dress code may require more than just a rain-soaked undershirt. Where are you going? I'm putting my shirt on. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Stage three, my specialty, bargaining. We have one more state park we can hit before it gets dark.
3: Josh is like, nah, 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 nah. That's
2: all I'm saying.
3: And we move into plate-based depression, which really set in after false hope from our intern, Maggie, who was trying to help us from a desk back in Boston.
4: I found it, you guys. What? I found it.
3: But she had found the same pile of plates that James had, the one that doesn't exist.
4: Oh, no.
3: Is it titled Huge Pile of Plates? It
2: is. I knew it.
3: I knew it, too, as soon as she said it.
4: Some great moment of false hope. False hope.
2: And finally, acceptance. After visiting five campgrounds, we were done.
3: I would just like to say that after this incredibly, incredibly long day, <laughs> Google gave me a notification that says, How was huge pile of plates? (laughs) Question mark. Your opinion matters. Help other visitors. Should we leave Uh, a review? Yeah. I think we probably should, right? Yeah. Came for plates. Was disappointed. (laughs) Um, If anyone...
2: Give them our email address.
3: If anyone has recommendations for a real huge pile of plates, please email endlessthread at WBUR.org. You happy with that?
2: Yep, that's about right. I guess the silver lining is that there's like a, almost a literal silver. Lining I was about to say through the clouds, and it's the sun beautiful is yeah. out here. We're the looking bird song out the, is legit. We're looking out at the mountains. A lot, a lot of a bird Sunny, song. warm, summerish night. No plates, but we have pie in the trunk.
3: pie in the trunk right now is good.
2: If only we had a plate to put it on.
3: We were headed back home, dejected, total failures. What were we doing anyway? We drove to the middle of Pennsylvania from Boston because of some internet comments? Were we idiots? We might have been idiots. But
2: then, when all was lost, just as we were finally leaving Pennsylvania... Something happened. Something that had been months in the making.
3: Hey, is this Matt? Yes, this is. Matt, aka the guy who found the plates in the first place and posted the picture on Reddit. The guy we have been trying to get a hold of for three freaking months. Matt! Yeah, fine, fine. Sorry, I'm able to talk to you guys. Sorry about the long, long wait there.
2: Sorry, Matt. Apologize to the listeners. Because this story isn't over. On the next Endless Thread, an ending.
3: I have some news. I just talked to Matt for a very long oh, no. time.
0: Is he just the biggest troll?
3: Are you sure you're ready for this?
0: What?
3: It sounds like you're saying this pile of plates... It does exist, and you know where it exists.
0: I can't confirm or deny. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) We scour the final plate-based frontier. We talk to the Department of Environmental Protection. We
2: talk to Matt. We talk to the owners of a mysterious business.
3: And again, for some reason, we talk to more people on the internet to get their theories. And we solve this thing once and for all. (laughs) That was amazing. Endless Thread is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR station, in partnership with Reddit. Josh Swartz is our producer, and he says driving back from Pennsylvania overnight is a good way to get no sleep. Iris Adler is our executive producer, and when she heard that companies might be illegally dumping plates in the woods, she was like, Face palm. Mixed in sound design by Paul Vikas, and when we called him up to say we were in the woods and scared, he shouted, My people need me! Michael Pope is our advisor at Reddit who thinks that mosquito conventions in the backwoods of PA are most definitely not Animals being bros. Extra production assistance from James Lindberg. Our interns are Magdiela Mata,
2: Maggie's Fine,
3: and Noah Boston. It's like Austin with a B. Special thanks to the Redditors whose comments, theories, and messages were especially helpful in making this episode Agent 641, Aethermancer, Jenga Lover, Xian Shan 1, Tnerbissus, Never Enough WTF, and Mick. You can see the image of the giant pile of plates on our homepage. And we have some more photos coming, by the way. WBUR.org slash Endless Thread. Check it out. It is pretty wild. On Reddit, we are endless underscore thread. If you want to contribute art for an upcoming episode or give us a juicy story tip so we can tell it like we did today, hit us up there. My co-host and producer is Amory Sievertson. I'm senior producer and host Ben Brock Johnson. I'll let myself out. now we're over the line into new york state on our way back to boston six and a half hours to go this drive we will be back in boston at 2 a.m you're eating pie out of the pie plate (laughs) and i'm eating subway and it and i'm not happy about it and now we get a message from matt what does he say
2: I'm very sorry. I haven't paid mine to Reddit in a bit.
3: Mm, you're sorry? You're sorry, Matt? I went to Pennsylvania today on a freaking dream and a feather. I don't know. What do they say? I don't know. A, a wing and a prayer. A wing and a prayer, Matt. We went to Pennsylvania today All right. to look for your stupid photo of a okay. pile of plates. Let him finish. Okay. Here we go.